Live from Cool Boys Central. You're the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just cool boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats. <laughs> this is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I'll see Batman and Beyond. Steve! Hey, buddy, how you doing? I'm excited. I'm so excited. I'm sorry it's a little loud over here this time, but, uh, you know, I'm not in my normal recording location, obviously. I'm in a special location. Cool Is this like an unknown location or something? What, Steve? I couldn't hear you. I'm having friends over. Is this is like a location unknown, or is it just uh, you're having a party that you didn't invite me to? What, which one is it? Hey, Steve, it's okay. This was an impromptu party. Uh-huh. It's an accident. It just kind of happened. I would have totally invited you, you know, if I, had, if I I just didn't even know it. I was happening. Uh-huh. It kind of got planned without me. Okay. It's at my house. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, oh, I've yeah. been really busy yeah, very, very recently, and I double-crossed uh, my schedules, and I, I made a mistake, man. I'm so sorry, so I had to kind of do this. I'll, I swear to God, I, I have it on my iPhone. I'm watching Batman on my iPhone, so I can watch with you, all right? And so I what won't be doing? too distracted. Hey, 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 Come on, hang out with Dan. I'm with him in a moment. I thought you were like... Not right now. You were like so Dan. in love no, with no, Batgirl and Shadow of the Bat Part 1. And you just forget about it, part two. You are a shame. You gotta shame. talk a, a little bit, Steve. Shame. Yeah, same. Same cool bat time again here. <coughs> Let's do it. Greetings, cool boy bat nation. And welcome to another installment of Batman and Beyond. Did you do it? Did you do it? Woohoo! I didn't hear it. <laughs> it's a cool boys podcast. I'm Ballard. Hey, Ballard. Woohoo! And I'm Steve. Uh, Did you say, oh, Steve, I didn't hear. I can't hear that well. I think so. I told you to leave me alone for just a second, bud. Oh, no, hang on. Bring that over here, actually. Bring that, bring that over here. Uh, hey, sober guy, you're on air. You're on air. Tonight's episode is Shadow of the Bat Part 2. Directed by Frank Parr and written again by Brent Stevens. It came out September 14th, 1993. Villains are Two-Face and Gil Mason. It's so hard to read on this little fucking iPhone. Uh, uh, Wikipedia says Robin discovers that Gil Mason is in a league and with the underworld and goes to investigate him. He encounters Batgirl along the way and go their several ways to stop Mason. And they meet again to learn that Gil is... Working with Two-Face to take out Gordon, and Batman has Magic Malone captured. I don't even know what that really said, honestly, man. What did that say? I have no idea what's going on. Are you talking to me? What? Uh, I'm saying that I'm, I'm getting nervous, man. I'm getting nervous that you're getting too big for, for this show. <laughs> That you're you're forgetting about it. You're oh, you're doing scheduling conflicts. You're gonna have to talk up a little bit for me. <laughs> I have to talk louder. All right. I just wanna say one of my favorite things off the bat is uh, previously on Batman was said by Robin's voice. Why was it not said by Batgirl's voice? I don't know. Because Robin's the 
kind of the one that's introducing her to the family, maybe? Did you say why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I think that's cool. I think it's cool, man. We, uh, I love that we kind of seen this episode. We see that new and improved Batgirl suit. That bat suit. The thing that I did find interesting on this one, I guess I'm, I'm a fan of Robin, and so this is definitely where you know Batman's kind of lost, and Robin doesn't really know that he's been uh, held captive or whatnot. He's just kind of uh, knows that he's in, in deep undercover. And Robin, it's kind of like Robin figuring that, figuring out what to do next, because uh, Batman's yeah. not kind of MIA. It's really Robin's episode. You're right. It's very, it's it's kind of, it's cool that you're able to see like the, uh, you know, the ancillary characters uh, from uh, the Bat family really get to shine in uh, this week's episode. It's a great, it's a great episode. Super solid entertainment. I give it all, all around the, a great time. I thought that, uh, and in this one in particular, you see a little bit more personality coming from uh, Batgirl and Robin, where they're like kind of teasing each other, and uh, Batgirl's kind of uh, does it, it's kind of sassing uh, Robin and giving him attitude, probably because they're similar in age, but she doesn't realize like how much more, I think, experienced he is in terms of. Uh, no one cares about Robin and how experienced Robin <laughs> is. Bird. They don't really care. All right. It's pretty crazy. I don't understand it. Oh, and Steve, I don't know if we talked about this last week, but what's something that upset me is that, like, everyone's all like, Gil Mason's a bad guy because he ducked too soon out of the bullets, and we we're just looking at this previously on it, and it's just like, you re you do realize Gil Mason ducked out of the way because he heard the tires screeching at the at his random rally for no reason at all, and it sounded like shit was about to go cray-cray, and he just responded, and that's the way you no, gotta respond no, if you're gonna knew. be a hustler, son, and you're gonna run the business, and you're gonna fucking, you know, take care of things. You gotta be paying attention, looking, you know, checking your sticks, looking behind your back, always keeping your fucking head on a swivel. You know, that's all, that's what life is. He knew, he knew. What? He knew. He did know, who knew? And he ducked early. Who ducked early? Gil. Oh yeah, Gil knew, but like you could, you can't you really just blame him for ducking early. He just had good reflexes. No, no, it was obvious. It wasn't. If you watched that episode back last week, I did. You totally see that he clearly, he clearly just heard shit start to go down, and he's all like, "Oh, no, I better get down." He before and he knew. He shouldn't be in trouble for being a pussy. <laughs> well, you get investigated for it. Nah, dude, he just, he's a player and he knows how to play the game. All right, all right. And that's what you got to do in this life. I, I want to say, Steve-O, did you also notice that in this episode, uh, Harvey actually wants to be called Two-Face? One of his henchmen, one of his hired goons actually said like, hey, Harvey. And he was all like, Two-Face, call me Two-Face. Yeah, Gail calls him Harvey. So cool. <laughs> So is there like a room you could go into so we could have a good conversation about the show? What are your favorite episodes that you were so uh, giddy to talk about? I'm here in the corner. It's all right. I'm away from the speakers. It should be good. All right. My heart is racing, though. I have to say, uh, I'm feeling like a... You feel like a new man? I feel great. Non-sober man? <laughs> 
I'm super sober, sober here. Oh, you are. It's a sober party. You're partying. You're having a party. I've never heard of a, of a sober party. Sober party. Sober parties all day, every day oh, here. Oh, that's super boring. Every day, sun. Sun up to sun down. All day. Well, you know, you see Batgirl kind of shine, I guess, where she's much more investigative. And, you know, she she's a smart smart girl and, you know, is able to figure it out. And she works well with Robin. They have some amazing animation around Batgirl in these two episodes. It's really they, where they shine some of the most in this later part of the series. Uh, this and especially the upcoming uh, race Raish or Raz Al Ghul episodes. Um, one thing, Steve, we do have here is we have a cliffhanger act break where Mattress Malone is Batman. That's what we find out. We find that out. That's actually the cliffhanger act break. Literally, Two-Face is shooting down at Mattress Malone. He figures it out. He's like, oh, Mattress Malone is Batman because Mattress Malone yells out Robin. And then he just starts shooting at him. And then literally after the cliffhanger act break, he throws the gun down and he just runs away because Gil says let's go. He could have killed Batman as Mattress Malone and chose not to. It's uh, it's an easy one. <laughs> it's an easy cliffhanger. It was an easy cliffhanger but it had the one of the worst endings and <laughs> it really should have ended with the death of Batman <laughs> as Mattress Malone. One of the things that's wonderful about this episode's nice writing, it's kind of clever, is the way they kind of it sidelined Batman and Robin so Batgirl had to actually prove herself as a hero and save the day. Even though in the end she does get the help and the aid uh, from Batman and Robin uh, in the final battle, she does get separated and have to do a lot on her own to figure it out. She has to prove herself as Batgirl. And I really like that. And it was a really clever way, like I said, how they sidelined Batman and Robin in the subway car. Uh-huh. You know, I felt like... That shit uh, would freak me out. They, they definitely showed that she has skill and, you know, that she's competent. I don't know. It was fun, I guess, having all three of them together. I like seeing the growth in the bonding of a family. A, of a family. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really where things like this episode shine the most. I also love this uh, moment when the water comes at them, and uh, and they have to like save themselves. Uh huh. And then they do the the C4 on the grappling hook. That's pretty badass. It is cool the grappling hook. I love that moment. It's so great. And then they get Batgirl out of there. But then a really great moment is afterwards in Act Three when they have a subway car set piece. That would have literally cost millions of dollars to make in 1993 in live action to have a subway car on tracks that would get pushed down a subway tunnel it threw tons of gallons of water and then crashed through into an aqueduct into like an LA river type it, it's just incredible and to think about the you get these amazing astonishing set pieces because it's animation uh-huh do you think that Bullock that he actually believes that hey, Valor, uh, you want anything? Thorne, can you give me another the, one that he's with Thorne's guys what what was that sorry see I just didn't want to walk away from here and it's kind of hard to like get to the the bar area hey, easily right hey, now right. but uh, I just hey, need to get another drink you just another drink so you you admit that you're not sober I heard gin and tonic tonic only uh -huh, tonic uh -huh. tonic water only you have anything else to say about this 
episode, second part. I, I do, I do find it amazing, Steve, that Batman kills Two Face with a giant silver dollar coin, and 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 I really wondered if the cops let Batman keep that one too. <laughs> Did he kill him? I didn't think he killed him. He squishes his skull to the point where his eyes change shape. I think it's probably likely if he didn't kill him, he gave him severe concussions. Oh, Lord. I would say the quality of life for sure is down for Harvey Dent. Does he return after this episode? The brain trauma he suffered alone from the multiple coins crushing him in his life now is probably going to render him useless in his later years. It's probably a really sad story. I was looking up. Two-Face shows up a few times later on, so he's definitely not killed. Well, I'm saying if he doesn't die... He should have died. He should have from a giant silver dollar uh, falling on him. Well, he, has, he, has, he should definitely have suffered multiple concussions. Well, I'm sure he did, but he has, uh, you know, strong powers. Remember, he's like he has super strength or something. Now, I don't know if anybody can get strong enough, Steve, to fight off brain trauma of that magnitude. Well, he's already brain trauma, so. Oh, Steve! <laughs> did you say he's already he's already bringing the drama? <laughs> I did, yeah. Definitely is. Um, yeah. I also just want to talk about some other drama. Uh, so did Gil eventually die? Because in this end of this oh, episode, I, th- I don't know. <laughs> they like they say Gil's in a coma, and we never hear from him again. And he actually knows that Barbara Gordon is Batgirl, so we must at some point. Uh, thank you so much for getting that. I really appreciate it. Um, I do think that, like you know, uh, that he he, he must have died. Like his family member must just have pulled stayed the in plug a coma. or something. He's still in a coma forever? Yeah. It's been a long time. Well, that he's a government employee. Gets that health care. Okay, well then I would want to take it then on to one other question here, Steve, I have for you. So okay. So who knows whose identity right now? So we know Gil Mason knows that Barbara Gordon is Batgirl. But Barbara Gordon is standing behind her father when he gets reinstated as Commissioner Gordon. And there's Bruce Wayne and, and Dick Grayson. And they're just talking her. about you know, if Batman's gonna, you know, be liking Batgirl, like as as Bruce Wayne and um, Dick Grayson. And Dick Grayson. It's so weird. And, and Barbara is listening to them because they show her smile, like, like eavesdropping, and then they're like, "Hey, do you think Batman will approve of this Batgirl?" And Bruce is like, "I suspect we will." Meaning, I think kind so. of like, uh, "All right, first person, you're talking about Batman and Robin here." And then she's uh, then it cuts over to Barbara, and she's just like. You can count on it. So it's kind of like she must now know Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson are Batman and Robin. But Dick Grayson and Bruce Wayne don't know that Barbara Gordon is right now Batgirl. See, I don't know. I felt like they were talking about, in their opinion, I I, I was thinking about this as well. And I wasn't sure like if they were saying, like, in their opinion, do you think we're going to see more of Batgirl? And they were like, "That's the way they can play it." I'm sure. And they but were like, "We." Yeah, it came we off do. as they were like Batman and Robin. Oh, for like, sure, talking openly it did. About I it. was like, it seemed very odd for them to be so out and about about it. But I that then I thought about it again. I was like, "Well, I guess other people might talk about Batgirl." <laughs> or was there only other who else knew about? No, they they did the newscast about Batgirl. Commissioner Gordon was just talking about it. <laughs> But it's like, oh, yeah. why would Bruce Wayne, why would he even be there, though? Like, why would they be involved in this press conference? You don't know what committees Bruce Wayne is on. All right, all right. Mr. Defensive. Well, I gave this episode a five out of five, boys. I gave this one four. I have to say that 
for me, seeing Batgirl play out as an actual origin story. This is what I teased last week, Cool Boy Nation. I just want to make sure I get that across. This is what I teased last week when I said I was going to finally tell you guys what I thought about Steve's point. Oh, you to wait this till the my, very end of the episode? This is what I thought about Steve's point. So here's what I thought about Steve's point. Steve, did you want to ask your point again? I don't even remember. What did I say? Your point was essentially you were asking, like you, you or mentioning how you didn't like how her origin story sucked. No, well, that's a real, real, uh, uh, shorted way of what I was saying. And I wasn't saying it sucked. I was, I was disappointed that it was like this. It's hard to put into words, I guess, but I was just disappointed that they uh, truncated. That she was just like, oh, she was good at gymnastics and whatnot. That makes her a Batgirl. You know, I've and I would say nothing about it was truncated at all. If you think about the fact that they've had three other episodes to set her up. I And they they should have done more, I guess. Besides, you know, they showed that she was smart and that she was investigative in uh, Heart of Steel. But um, I was expecting more, I guess. Because they were doing such a long burn with, with Batgirl. Uh, in terms of like setting her up as a new, new character, um, all the other ones they've already done a pre Hey, buddy, I'm here. Hey, hey, hey. who are you talking he to? Shut up! Hey, man, we got a party. What's going on? Let's do some lines and shit. No, yeah. Who's on the phone? It's, it's uh, nothing. It's no one. I'm on the phone with nobody. It's cool. Well, let's get it's going, man. Let's get going. Let's have a party time. No, it's just for a second longer. I'm almost done with this. Well, come on, man. Get off that stupid phone call. Let's you said that I'm party. no one. Sorry, Steve. What's up? He's calling me no one. Oh man, that hurt. What'd you say? No! You're you asshole. Steve, it's alright. Yeah. It's okay. I like you. You're friends. We're friends. It doesn't feel like it, man. Sorry, Steve. It's just like celebrity status now. Celebrity status. Celebrity status is not going to get too big for, for our show. That's actually pretty cool, man. You can listen to last week's episode where he talks more about it. But for what my opinion on the matter finally is, is I like this origin story because I like how it's not an elemental origin like we see with Batman and Robin where we see the most primordial aspect of their origin where Batman is about his parents being killed in an alley, which we've seen in only kind of like fever dreams and hallucinations. You know, with Robin, you end up actually seeing it play out more in flashbacks with him actually like losing his family being killed by Tony Zuko. What we get to see with but someone like Batgirl here, Barbara Gordon, is something much more along the lines of Peter Parker. You're seeing someone kind of from the streets, ground up, slowly getting it done, poor, not with all this money, having to actually figure out what it's like to swing. She's not nailing it all right away. She is learning as she goes, but she's figuring it out, and she can end up being the best of the best because of it. That's one of my favorite things about this episode is that, is that this way that these two parters function as her origin, the way her origin plays out is we finally get to see a Batman in year one style origin, except we're seeing it through Batgirl's eyes. It's kind of a little bit like the recently uh, released Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, where you have this incredible Spider-Man tale told again, very similar tale told again. You've seen it before almost. But you're seeing it with this reverence that that audiences now have, having seen three separate other Spider-Man movies, franchises being built with Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and now Tom Holland. 
that they're able to do it, but they did it with Miles Morales in Spider-Verse, like we're seeing with this Batman story being done this time by Barbara Gordon rather than seeing it done by Bruce Wayne. And you see these great things, like last week we saw the origin of her costume, how, you know, she takes out the padding to let's be like Batman, and she shows her more feminine figure, and she, you know, gets her hair like popping out because Robin tears off the back of the cowl. Huge, huge, huge signifiers of, of who she is and like in and like in like her character to be, how she's a you know, out and proud woman. And like that, that's the whole thing. A girl even Robin says when he sees her last week. And then you see her getting her weapons from Batman, literally. So you get to see like where she gets her batarangs and you get to see where she gets her back grappling hook. And you see her purpose and her need for a purpose to be there for her father, an aging, potentially corrupt commissioner for Gotham City. So it's, it's established more so less from death and more from love and a more positive location of, of this origin is happening from. It's not from so much death and surrounding it. It's more about justice and life and love. And, you know, it just was like a week uh, for her. They just don't focus on anything but that she did some gymnastic skills. You know, they didn't, uh, to me, I guess there's not a lot of uh, justification. You're right, Steve. And if you are, if you watch this for what it is and you don't take into the fact that there were at least three episodes that start to more establish who Barbara Gordon is before we get to this point, there is more they could have done to show that she well even the episodes that, that uh, established her I thought that those ones I guess were better at, at exemplifying you know that she had some skills I guess that's what you're saying but uh, you know to pay the bills I just uh, I did enjoy seeing you know the transformation of her uh, into Batgirl and what I what I also enjoyed was seeing that she was like kind of like smarmy or she was sarcastic to Robin, and they were playing against each other. But um, I just wasn't uh, you know thrilled. I, I kind of felt like it didn't need to be two part episode. I guess you know that, that this was one where it could have been like maybe one and a half. You know, it, it went on for too long or like the having. You know, the, the long con of Two-Face, you know, controlling, you know, Gil not being revealed until the second episode, and Batman going undercover and getting kidnapped and, you know, having them go on their own. You know, I felt like they could have had it be done. I guess they needed it to be two episodes, but it just felt like it was... Uh, they, they could have done more. They could have done a better job of, of developing Oh, well, I, I like also, I gotta say, the dichotomy oh, of the fact that you see Batgirl once again with nothing, and she's got to figure this out with hand-me-downs and with, you know, things she's sewn herself. She doesn't have a, a butler, and then, you know, she gets literally gifts from Batman herself to flesh out her, her, her gear, and then you have Batman who's able to do all this shit because he's got a butler, a mechanic, and Earl Cooper, and all these other dummy corporations and all this other shit that, like, Bruce Wayne is clearly fucking, like, totally lying to the IRS. Somehow he figured it out. He's got it going. He's got his. He's got great accountants and lawyers that also somehow are hush hush enough. It's all cash. And, uh, he pays with cash. He pays. All, is that what it is, Steve? Uh huh. You can hide it, it if you, you know. You can hide stuff a lot easier if you pay with cash. Hang on. Hang on. Wait. I, let me take this into another room for a second. 
Steve. Steve. Uh huh. Steve, what's this? You pay cash for dummy corporations? Well, I don't know about dummy corporations, but I'm just saying if you spend if you spend you know, your stuff in cash, you could then it's a lot harder for it to be traced. Huh? Hey, Steve. So if I was to like, you know, um. Maybe start up a few dummy corporations to like work with like maybe like a friend um, in another country. Like, would it be helpful to start those dummy corporations in their country and maybe just like funnel a bunch of cash that way first? I have no idea. You'll have to. We'll, we would have to talk about this off off, off air. Oh really? Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. Let's definitely figure that out because I got some ideas. Uh, I've been traveling a lot and uh, meeting a lot of friends internationally, and I kind of, you know, been like trying to make things happen. You know what I'm saying? Get that money, Skrilla. Cheese, cheddar cheese. You're so cool. Get that cheddar. Get that cheddar. You're a cool boy. Cheddar cheese. So yeah, I'd give this one. I, I'd give this one four. Four boys. I give it five out of five boys. All right. See you next week. Cool. Great bad stuff, Steve. Great bad stuff. Cool Boy Bat Nation, tune in next week. Same Cool Bat time, same Cool Bat channel. Cool Boy Bat Nation, be sure to let us know about what you bat thought of, uh, 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 Shadow the Bat. Shadow the Bat Part 2, or what your favorite bat episode is, by emailing us at thebatmanbeyondcoolboys at gmail.com. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Uh, you can find us, you know, just type in Cool Boys. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, cool boy, Bat Nation. Woo! Until next time, it's Bizies from Balor. Bizies from Steve. Oh, thanks, Steve. Hey, man, so sorry again. I double booked this. I won't do that again. I promise, man. I just shit's getting crazy. Things are looking up, and I got things moving. Woo! Yeah, you fucking suck. So cool. Batman and beyond. Oh yeah. Batman and beyond. Oh yeah. Hey, 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 look at you. Do I look great still? No, I think you look great still. Thanks, Bella. You're the best. Ha!